0: Hi and welcome back to the Victim to Victor podcast. My name is Anu and I am your host. In this podcast episode, I will be discussing why we are so critical about ourselves and to others. We live in a critic society where people are so quick to criticise others on their successes and their failures. We see negative reviews of people wanting to show the dissatisfaction of products and services which they may have invested in. Trolling has now become a massive issue on the internet along with cyberbullying which damages not only one's reputation and social presence, it can have devastating effects on one's self-esteem which may lead to one ending their life. It's like critics are born to put others down because they have not found a way to fulfil their own lives, and they lack joy, so by bringing others down with them, this only enhances their own self-esteem. Is this really acceptable? I'm not speaking from my own experience here, but of what I have seen and heard happening in the media, and it breaks my heart to see so many once successful beings to becoming broken and damaged, that they quit what they were doing once which brought them so much fulfilment and joy. Ever come across somebody who says things like, I'm not good enough to go for that position. They will never hire me. Or, I can never wear that. I don't have the body shape for it. Or, wow, they look so happy on their Instagram profile. I wish my partner made me as happy as them. These are just a few self-critical comments we say or think to ourselves daily. Some common self-depreciating tirades we may use daily include, I'm useless this is incredibly humiliating. I'll never be able to succeed. I'll never be able to find another job. It does not take a life-altering event to trigger self-attacks. Every one of us has an inner critic who kicks us when we are down and doubts us when we are on our feet. We've seen this critic in friends who have just broken up with someone and are saying stuff like, what's wrong with me? I'm not lovable. I'll never meet someone who really cares about me. We've heard it in everyday situations such as getting ready in the morning. Ugh, my bomb looks so big. Or I'm not feeling energized today. Even when it comes to your diet. I messed up my diet again. What a loser. I really can't seem to get it right. These negative comments and behaviors are there to hold us back and to discourage us from achieving our objectives. No matter what we are attempting to accomplish. It's much more difficult to get ourselves to a work interview when we are really hating ourselves for losing our last job, for example. Similarly, it is much more difficult to lose weight when we are overwhelmed by negative thoughts or critical inner voices that tempt us to indulge and then punish us for doing so, which results in increased anxiety and a tendency to numb the pain with food. Only when we are most capable of responding to our critical inner voices do we fully encourage ourselves to pursue what we want. However, since we are always unaware of these voices, we are unable to completely combat them. These self critical feelings, for example, do not always have to be harsh. They might even seem to be relaxing. These voices may tell us to eat the second piece of cake, to relax and forget about the job interview, or that we'll be fine on our own, just like an overbearing parent. These feelings, on the other hand, are merely an ally to disguise, lure us into self-destructive behaviour and then punish us for it. Learning to recognise these negative emotions is critical in resolving perceived shortcomings because of the voice's subtle and manipulative nature. It's helpful to consider where these behaviours came from, to identify self-attacks and understand how they affect our lives the way we were handled as children and the labels we were given will follow us into adulthood and affect us in every aspect of our lives. Unfortunately though, stressful or traumatic experiences are also the ones that leave the most lasting impression on us. Parents or caregivers who lost their temper with us, teachers who mocked us or bullies who tormented us in school can all lead to our adult negative self-image and vital inner voice. Our parents' attitudes towards themselves are one of the most important factors on our internalised negative thinking. When a parent calls him or herself stupid after making a mistake, the child always connects with the attack and later thinks of themselves as stupid. Parents' positive characteristics affect their children's self-esteem positively, but their negative traits and negative feelings towards themselves lead to a child's self-attacks. As adults, it is how we make sense of what happened to us as children that has the greatest impact on us. Even something as basic as a parent screaming at us to hurry up may make us feel sluggish or burdensome. Children can agree with their parents' point of view and internalize some of the negative thoughts directed at them because they rely on them for survival. If the child adopts these traits or protests them, they are always operating on a vital inner voice or an external point of view face the things that hurt us as children to make sense of our self-perceptions. However, once we understand our inner adversary, we learn to distinguish ourselves from it and adopt a more compassionate and rational perspective. We can fully experience the trauma of our childhood and make sense of our own experiences when we are aware of and are able to fight the vital inner voice. It's far easier to discover who we truly are in that case and to achieve what we truly want it's difficult to be around negative people. We are already our harshest critics. We are the only ones who are mindful of our shortcomings. So being in the company of someone who continually points out flaws can be extremely toxic. Overly critical people will bring us down even though we may have a high level of self-esteem. So the best we can do is to restrict contact with them. And if their behavior does not change, I would end the relationship with them altogether. However, there are times when you can't stop them, for example, if they are your siblings or your parents, or if you're dealing with an internet troll. Understanding why excessively negative people are the way that they are is a secret to coping with them. Imagine having that voice in your head 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Negative people live their lives in this manner, people who are unnecessarily critical blame others to justify their own insecurities and to reaffirm the negative self-perception and that of the world. It's like a parent who is endlessly concerned with their child's physical experience, yelling at them to change their clothes, to brush their teeth, to comb their hair, to lose weight, to wear nice clothes, etc, etc. The parent may actually be deeply insecure about their own physical image and they are transferring their self-esteem problems onto their child. Perhaps they were teased as a child because of their appearance. Perhaps their parents put a, a great deal of focus on their physical experience while they were growing up. Maybe they were harshly reprimanded any time they seemed untidy. And so when a child is an adult, they continue to repeat these similar critical remarks upon their own children. If a parent cannot control their criticism, the child suffers due to being raised in an atmosphere that encourages self-criticism and low self-esteem also. If the grown child can't change their pessimistic attitude and learn to treat themselves with love and kindness, they'll become critical themselves and put others down in order to normalize their own self-doubt. People that are critical have a one size suits all attitude. They judge the will purely based on their own personal experiences and they feel like everyone has been treated how they have. It's like that friend or family member who lectures you about your life choices who judges you because their worst fears are projected upon you. They are unable to make decisions about their own lives themselves because they are afraid of making a mistake or they are transferring a previous poor decision onto you. They may even be blaming you for whatever reason this may be. People who are pessimistic regarding their own life are more likely to criticize other people's lives. Maybe they despise their wear, but are afraid to leave their role. They might have spent their whole lives in a position which they disliked and so regret not ever quitting. Alternatively, they may have never been able to find a decent job or gain the trust that they felt that they deserved. These same people may also criticise your dating life because they might have trouble with their own relationships. Maybe they'd like to date, but are afraid to put themselves out there. Or they may have dated someone similar and had been heartbroken. Alternatively, they may be unhappy in the current relationship but are afraid of being alone if they leave. They may also question your parenting skills if they have had multiple childhood problems because of poor parenting themselves. Maybe they grew up with bad parents and are terrified of being like them. Or they feel they are bad parents and are scared you would make the same mistakes as they did. In the end, empathize with your detractors so you don't take their criticism personally. Empathy should not mean putting yourself in their shoes and passing judgment on them based on your perspective. It's about appreciating where they've come from, consider their context, and fully comprehend why they say and do the things that they do. Empathizing with unnecessarily negative people depersonalizes their criticism. It's not about you as it relieves any anxiety and refocuses your attention on the reality behind their words because it's really about them. Take steps to distance yourself from the cynical impact. Boost your self esteem and be secure in your own skin. Toxicity is infectious. So don't let their pessimism influence how you see the world. So listeners, do you know someone who is necessarily critical? What are your strategies for dealing with them? Do you tend to be too critical yourself? How do you deal with these types of behaviour? As this episode comes to an end, please do not forget to check out my book Victim to Victor, which is now available on audio, in which I have shared my journey of healing. It is my humble attempt to reach out to fellow survivors of abuse and to impact the lives of those who feel helpless. I'm sure it will help others to find themselves just as I did. I also have a 12-week self-development plan that is free and aims to help you throughout your journey to recovery and in achieving confidence. You can find the link in the description below. Please do rate this podcast and share it with somebody you know who may be critical or who may need help. I will be back with another podcast soon. Until then, take care and stay blessed, my friends.